Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Frozen, Frozen, heroes, gonna tell you about Frozen, Frozen, heroes, gonna tell you about comic books, costumes, facts, boots, and other stuff. In this week's issue, Dr. Hypno. Welcome into Bros, Foes, and Heroes. I'm Zach, joined as always by the magnificent, the marvelous, the always mighty Mr. Mike. Hello. There you go. I hadn't given you like a laundry list of yeah, yeah. superlatives in a while. That's a so. lot of superlatives. That's a lot to live up to after this. Yeah. Uh, do you think you'll be able to? Um, I'm going to give it a shot, Zach. Um, I think you could talk to my wife and know whether that's actually going to happen or not, but... I will try my hardest. Uh, that's that's all we ask. Tell me for. what they were again. Yeah, I'll said, live up to every one of those. I said, I said marvelous was marvelous. One of them. Don't do know that. what you have to do to be marvelous. No, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I, I think by law you have to be a magician to be marvelous, don't you? Only, I don't know. Well, there's the marvelous Ms. Maisel. She on, was a stand-up comedian. Yeah, on Prime or wherever it's at. I don't know. Hmm. When I mean. I think I could be marvelous. Okay. Yeah. Well, then at least yeah. strive for that. I'll go be marvelous tonight. Oh, that'll, yeah. that'll be nice. I, we have kids coming over tonight, uh, so I'll be marvelous with the children. That's that's nice. <laughs> that's not, I'm just going to move on past that. So, uh, that was quite the take, pregnant pause we had there. <laughs> it was. Uh, we're going to go ahead and jump into our Wayback Machines today, as Ooh, uh, Professor Sherman and Mr. Peabody used to say. Yep. And we are going. What show was that on? Rocky and Bullwinkle. There you go. See, I have. Have we talked? Well, I know we've talked we about have, this, yeah. but I'll bring it back up again. That I own the entire series on Do DVD, you? the original one from the sixties. Yeah. Uh oh. I, smell, I smell a show. It's. It is my favorite cartoon. <laughs> probably still. It is so funny and so smart. It's very adult oriented. Yes. Honestly. Yeah. But, more so than people think. But not like in a way. No, it's not nasty. No, no, no. It's no. like and I'm gonna, It's like old Looney Tunes. Yeah, exactly. Bugs was was the best at dropping like adult jokes. You know. I was always a Daffy guy. Oh, me too. But, me too. Very yeah, much so. Because Daffy's hapless. So but, yeah, yeah. That's true. he's very relatable. So, uh, we're going to go back to the 1940s. Yeah, no, very relatable. Uh, The first appearance of this character. Zach has no nose. He was shot in the face. (laughs) That's why it's so relatable. I I don't know. Never mind. I'm not going to go into that. That's a weird thing to take. Let's get back to what we are talking about. Let's talk about comic books. Let's go back to July 1940. Oh, yeah. I remember well. So, Mm -hmm. we're not even in World War II yet. That's when a potato was worth something. That's 
it was worth two potatoes. Uh, but comic books at this time, this yeah. is their infancy. This is where they're taking off. Superman. Yeah, this was, was created. This was like the, blue sky, open territory. It was just you could do so, anything. Exactly. You know. So yeah. many different publishers, so many different things that are out there. And now there's so much great public domain content that we get to go through. And that is what we are looking at today with a character, a superhero, I would classify him as. Okay. Named Dr. Hypno. Mike, okay. what do you think Dr. Hypno's power is? I think he hypnotizes people. And I think you're on the right track. I've been hypnotized. But I'm going to go ahead and dive into this character a little bit more. Do you know what that's more. from? Do you know what that's from? I don't. Letterman. Letterman used to, he would like get his eyes real wide and blink a lot and go, I've been hypnotized. I don't know why he did it. I just remember it every time you say hypnosis. Never seen that. Yeah. I've been hypnotized. Yeah. Like we're talking early Letterman, I'm assuming? Yeah, pretty early. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I know it wasn't with Biff. So pre, pre late show. No, oh, we're talking. Yeah. Okay, so Carson's still on though. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah this oh, is then, this is late night, see, not late I, show. I yeah. gotta be honest. Uh, I don't know much of Letterman before late show. <sighs> it's just because of my age. Friendship. It's just because of my yeah, age. I know, I know. I'm just kidding. Talk shows all, all right. suck. So uh, <laughs> this is a character who only made, I believe, seven appearances in a. Uh, collection uh we've talked about it before but a lot of the comics printed at these times were kind of anthologies God's where it'd be number six, Seven. 60, 64 uh pages or 68 pages with like different short six to seven page stories in okay there. and right. that's what these characters appeared in i love these anthologies uh so amazing man comics amazing man is what we're looking at because i assume oh, boy you name that like you think all right all these superheroes they're amazing mm -hmm. so amazing mm -hmm. man comics no it's one guy fighting a wolf uh it's a a wolf? You want to take a look at that again? Uh, a big cat? That's a lion. Oh, a lion. It looks like How a pussycat. How do you get cat. a wolf and a lion confused, I just looked though. at it. I, I just looked at it very okay. passively. Fair enough. I just saw something with a tail. Uh, that that is Amazing Man, I'm assuming, because yeah. it has like a you list gotta, of other characters well, he's got a big old on, on his chest. It's Amazing Man, Iron Skull, uh, oh. The Shark, Mighty Man, but we're not talking about any of those. Mm. We're talking about... Dr. Hypno, Mike. Dr. Hypno. And Mike, you were right about... Look at his head. The uh, Him being a hypnotist of sorts. Mm -hmm. But it's not with humans. <laughs> he hypnotizes animals? Here's what I'll tell you. We're, Why is his head so weird? I don't know. That's just how he's drawn. He's always drawn like he got that. A potato he has head. a very big head. Mm -hmm. uh, but the first time we're introduced to Dr. Hypno, he's in his lab here. And um, also, if you go back and look these up, just be prepared. It is very uh, insensitive when it comes to his yeah. assistant, uh, which is a sign of the times, but it's not something that we're going to harp on or go over here. Um, it's just bad. Mm -hmm. uh, but Dr. Hypno calls his assistant over and basically tells him to bring a parrot with him. He calls him Polly. We don't mm. know why. Uh, and he tells him to keep him like... You know, lay him right in front of me, and I'm going to stare into this parrot's eyes. <laughs> and what he does is the piercing eyes of Dr. Hypno numb mm. the brain of the parrot, it says. And all of a sudden, the, the eyes eye. slowly close, as, uh, <laughs> and as death creeps over his expressionless face, Dr. Hypno has left his mind and has now possessed the mind of the parrot. That's not hypnosis. <laughs> He should be called the possessor. So, but his assistant's checking on him, worried that he might be dead. And, and can I ask you a real no, quick question? Yeah, for sure. Why would you want to do this? 
Oh, that is never brought up. <laughs> if you were looking for reasoning of why one would think like, I'm going to yeah. practice this feat. Yeah. Uh, that is not brought up, but mm. all the uses that he has for it that we'll see throughout this series. Yeah. So he starts talking to his assistant and he tells him that, you know, hey, my body, it sits over there in a coma, but I'm here in this parrot. And the assistant's freaked out, obviously. His assistant looks like one of those sideshow pinheads. His head is so weird and pointed. I told you, it it's 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 done with you, all the grace of a Dr. Seuss World War II comic. You know who looks great in this? The parrot. Oh, the parrot. That's really the only one you that looks what? right. I will say, yeah. the animals actually look pretty decent <laughs> throughout looks this whole great. thing. Yeah. None of the humans necessarily Everybody look else great. is weird. Uh, but, and so the parrot's talking, and his assistant realizes, <laughs> well, our parrots never said that. And he tells him to bring over mm-hmm. a pencil and a pen and a pad of paper, God, and I he puts that. it in the parrot's, I guess, I almost said paw, but a claws, talons, uh, talons, talons, yeah, yeah. And he writes the signature, Doctor Hypno, in very, yeah. very impressive handwriting. Yeah, he's very good. So now the assistant's I, like, "This is my panel right here. This is how I promote this show. It's just the parrot signing Doctor Hypno. Hypno. That's the greatest thing." Uh, ever. And then, so the assistant realizes, "All right, it is Doctor <laughs> Hypno in there." Yeah, um, but all of a sudden, then Doctor Hypno's mind drifts away from the parrot yeah. and back into his own body. Mm, that's a real problem. That is what we will also find Hypno out about drift. this power. Even though we know it can only last for a certain amount of time, that amount t- amount of time is however long it takes for him to do what he wanted to. Sure. How, where is this located? Do we know? Um, is it in Tokyo? I don't remember. Is the, it in Tokyo? No. No, it's just in thinking, the States. I was just thinking about Tokyo Drift. I didn't know. Uh, oh, yeah, that's good. Nice. Yeah, nice really good yeah, yeah. My bad. I like, uh, to, I like to explain my jokes after. I, I assume it's some sort of like fake New York is what yeah, it kind of looks yeah, like. Sure. So after he's performed this parlor trick to show right, his Are assistant, you going to go right past the fact that he exclaims great dragons at some point? Yeah, I was going to. Great dragons! Whenever he sees that the parrot signed his name. Uh, even though he watched him sign his I name. Know, like, I know. Like, why aren't you saying it while Great dragons! Yeah. So, uh, after Dr. Hypno's basically telling him, yeah, one, I've mastered, I'm trying to remember what he calls it here, because he gives it a name. Uh, Parrot. Oh, he, oh, he, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) He tells him, uh, remember everything perfectly, uh, is what he tells his assistant. He goes, Polly was a good subject, I was able to talk to you, but other animals, that would be impossible. Don't worry about that. They realize that they wrote themselves into a corner with this Mm. by the last couple issues. He's discovered a new method, so now he can talk as the animals, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, spoiler alert. Can, can I ask you another question yeah. real quick? I'm sorry. This is this is what you've been relieved from for two weeks. Yeah. You ever go to Disney World? I don't, I don't know how this is related, but uh, no, I've never been. So they had this tiki thing there, right? This tiki hut. Okay. And you go into the tiki hut, and all of the birds and parrots and macaws and stuff are all animated. They're animatronics. Okay. And they sing to you, and they put on a whole show and the whole thing. But that's what this bird on this on this uh, uh, pole pole uh, reminds me of. Like, there's a parrot there that's basically like your host. And then at some point, Disney um, they they got smart and they started theming stuff after their movies. And so, uh, with the parrot in Aladdin. Uh, oh, Iago. Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he ended up being the host of this thing. I like character name you want yeah. after, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, that's, that's so it. That's it. That? Yeah, they changed they it. they ever have a speaker like, in it where it was like, order 98, you're... I don't know what they sell there. Chicken fingers. There you go. Thank yeah. you. Uh, uh, and, and then the whole place burned down. It caught fire and burnt. 
Oh, were you there for that? No, I wasn't there. I just I, I watch a lot of stuff about about, about uh, theme parks. Yeah, theme parks. I watch a lot of stuff about theme parks. It's very weird that you would uh, pay attention to that though. I like you were there, you have these fond memories, and you distinctly. Uh? No, I didn't. I didn't. No, it was way after I was there. Yeah. Uh, okay. No, nah, maybe it was before. I don't know. Anyway, anyway, well, the Tiki Hut. Why would you bring Disney. it up if it was burnt down by the time it had to be? No, after, no, 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 right? no. It was after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was mixing up my times. I was getting my way back machine. Uh, all right. So uh, as soon as Dr. Hypno gets done explaining to his assistant, I don't know how, that apparently he's the greatest scientist ever to be able to do this, sure. yep. a body is just kind of flung through their front window. Oh. And they're like, oh, you know, get down. It's like every Thursday. And they immediately notice that it's Sneed, Mr. Sneed, the grocer. Not Sneed. Yeah, the grocer. Um, Where will we get our paper bags? And his assistant tells him, hey, isn't that the guy that you saved from those racketeers? <laughs> oh, now we know. Okay, wait. The scientist saved him from the racketeers? <laughs> That's great. Okay. Don't know how. All right. Uh, Dr. Hitmo oh. tells him that he's right. And he tells him to go ahead and essentially go get down or go grab the uh, bloodhound. I'm going to hunt these criminals down. So he brings <laughs> the dog to him. <laughs> And he stares into the dog's eyes. Go get the bloodhound. These, these little lightning bolts. Yeah, I love that. And he, yeah, he just like stares at him. And then essentially he just like passes out. He yeah. just collapses. Wow. And he's now in the dog's head. Have you ever tried to shoot a lightning bolt out of your eyes? It takes it all out of you. Well, what do you, after you get the lightning bolt out, how do you get into the animal's mind after that? You just hope that you have enough stamina to, to last. If you don't, then you collapse. Oh, I got you. It's pretty simple, Zach. I mean, My come bad. on, follow I'm it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My Shame on me. <laughs> so, as the bloodhound, he decides to track down the criminals where he finds them on a riverboat. So he, Mike, this is the 1940s. So, he has possessed this bloodhound. Yes. And instead of him going, or his assistant, or the police, uh, he sends this dog out by well, itself. No, no, no. He is the dog. Right, right, right. I'm saying he sends this dog out, but sorry. he can't talk as the dog. No, he cannot. He can so bark. So, all he can do is go out and pee on things and smell stuff. Well, what he does is he smell. He finds them in this riverboat, and uh -huh. he just bites the river, or bites the river, bites the rope <laughs> that's tied to the boat. That would not surprise yeah. me if he bit, bit <laughs> the river. Uh, yeah. And nothing, just walking. <laughs> ang, ang, ang. But so he bites through the rope, and the boat just starts drifting down yeah. the river, yeah. and then he awakes back as himself, and he tells the assistant to call the cops that the guys who did this They'll find their houseboat drifting down the river into the story. What about the dog? Where'd the dog go? Just back wherever you left it. Oh, come on. Poor yeah. dog. And that is Because the first... dog can't know what happened. No. Right? He's got to be like, whoa, what the fuck? Where am I? <laughs> exactly. You know? But I don't know. Wow. So, That's very irresponsible, Dr. Hypno. Dr. Hypno, in his second appearance, because mm -hmm. uh, they all get better from here. Oh, boy. This is rough. He, he's shown up. I don't know why everybody feels like something's wrong. We have to reach out to a doctor everybody's, to take care of these problems for us. Everybody's head looks better but his. Yeah. No, he's, he always keeps that same look. I don't know. His Some head. of it's hair, but it's like his forehead is like really. He looks, he, he looks like he could be the brother of the dad in um, um, Invincibles in the the Pixar movie. You know the the dad in. So in, he'd be an uncle. Yeah. Okay. But I'm saying he kind of looks like the dude with the weird blonde hair. You know, oh, the, you know how the yeah, dad yeah, has yeah. like yeah, an egg he does head. Have a similar yeah. face shape to him. I got I, there. I, I got there. I'm, I'm following. That's now. what I have to tell my wife. So. <laughs> So, Dr. Hypno shows up to this, uh, I can't remember this guy's name, it's just this rich dude. Yeah. Uh, of Oh, uh, Colonel 
Colonel Marche. Colonel. I can't read some of the fonts, but so he goes to this Colonel Colonel's Marchich house, whose his daughter has been kidnapped. Right. I think and there's some like, chicks that live in West, aren't there? Right up the road from us. Uh, but his daughter's been kidnapped. Yeah. And he, they tell him that they want ten thousand dollars in small bills by the water fountain, or else, you know, by this certain time, or else their daughter, his daughter's in danger. That's got to be like one of the biggest problems being a very rich tycoon is always having your kids kidnapped. kidnapped. It always does it, seem to it be. Is, it happens a lot. Yep. A lot of kidnappings. Um. The, something we've covered a lot on mm-hmm. this show, actually, yeah, especially yeah. in these older comics. Yeah. If well, you had any money, they were going to kidnap But think about um, what's the one where uh, the guy's not really the bad guy, but he's really the bad guy, and he's sitting on the beach at the end, uh, the Malar thing. Um, oh, Nemesis. Yeah. So even in Nemesis, the, the kids get kidnapped. Oh, yeah. No, they do. Yeah. yeah the first that's what one, I'm saying. So, I mean, this is a trope that's gone on for years. That is true. Yeah. That is true. Decades. So it is a... Another one we we talk about it a lot. Yeah, it's Nazis and Nazis kidnapping. Nazis and I kidnapping. Guess. Sure. So, yeah, can't uh, have a party without either one. Spoiler alert: We're kind of going to get the other one later too. Cool. So while he's talking to the colonel and trying to figure out what happened to his daughter, I, I want to be real clear. I didn't say cool to Nazis. You, I mean, you did, but I understand I, what you meant. I you just, meant in I, the yes. I want to. I, I want to <laughs> see them brought up again and how they beat up some Nazis. I don't want anybody to think, boy, well, I bet his closet is full of swashes. Here's the thing: is they don't flat out call them. Oh, Nazis. Brown shirts? They refer to them as fifth columnists. Fifth columnists. Because it's an easy way to get around it of just like somebody that goes against the status quo, but they're supposed to be fill-ins for that. That is a warning, folks. Anytime you hear anybody called a fifth columnist, then somebody is after them. Like, yes. it, and they're 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 probably making some trouble uh, somewhere. It's kind of I think we talked about it last time, but uh, when Jack Kirby and Joe Simon drew the first Captain America yeah. issue, and he's punching Hitler on the face, yeah. Martin Goodman wanted to change the cover because he was afraid that Hitler was going to sue them. Right? Yeah, yeah I remember you saying that. Yeah. So it's yeah. like a lot of things it's at that time, which is weird amazing. because we just weren't in the war at the time. But so like. They use the fill-in for like it's very yeah, strange. But, to go but back think and say. about now, like if somebody wrote a comic book and they were punching somebody who looks like Putin on the back of a polar bear, you know, in the snow or something, you wouldn't think much about that. But you would also think, uh, well, would Putin get pissed? You know, would, that kind of thing. If you were Marvel and one of your artists brought something like, "Hey, this is it," are you telling me this is a million dollar company song? And be like, yeah, maybe we should change that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, put a shirt on him at least. Yeah. So yeah. that's what they did in a lot of ways is just refer to them that to kind of. Gotcha. Cover that up. But still, back to the colonel here Please. and his missing daughter. Poor colonel. So they realize, he tells him that uh, his daughter went, the colonel tells Dr. Hypno that his daughter had gone over to a friend's house. She had left a message asking her to come visit. And Dr. Hypno goes, hmm, did your daughter talk to her friend on the phone? And the colonel says, no, our butler Potter took it down. Uh, these are these are phrases and words that, like, when you were a kid, there's no way you ever thought you would say, and the colonel said to Dr. Hypno, and then whatever's followed by that. Mike, that's just my life in general. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's the a lot of things I do than I ever thought. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. But there's worse things I could. <laughs> and then Potter. Maybe not. So they find out that the butler was eavesdropping behind. He's hiding behind the curtain. He's not just eavesdropping. No, he's just yeah, hiding yeah, yeah, behind the curtain. I see him. Like a six-year-old playing hide-and-go-seek. But he's not just, just eavesdropping. He's eavesdropping, all in caps and bold. Yeah. yeah. No, it's... And so Dr. Hypno... He's going to hypnotize a guy. 
He looks into uh, Potter's eyes and he sends the little lightning oh. bolts again. And he tells him, basically, don't lie to me. Where are they keeping her? Sure. And the butler just tells him, all right, this is where they're keeping her. Uh, pantry. So Dr. Hypno and his assistant drive out to where they are keeping uh, the colonel's daughter. Colette is her name. Oh, in the old haunted house. It is. It does yeah, look like great. a very old haunted house. And so he's trying to figure out Dr. Why wouldn't Hypno. Why would you look there first? <laughs> um, Dr. Hypno, once they get to the house with his assistant, he's trying to figure out how he can get a better view of what's going on. Sure, yeah. He has his assistant catch him a bat. Oh, yeah. And I then mean, why wouldn't you? He makes him hold the bat wings yeah, apart. That's fantastic. So he can stare into wow. the bat's eyes. Dr. Hypno's piercing gaze quiets the struggling bat, and the mental transposing begins. Wow. And so he is now a bat, and he flies into the haunted house, and he's able to see, you know, where the kidnappers are, what the setup is. He gets shot as the bat. Just kinda, grazed, though. This kind of looks like he's worried about his low T, you know? <laughs> I can't satisfy my wife anymore. Oh, worried man. about my low T. And then in comes an ex-baseball player to tell yeah, him all like, about it. Frank Thomas. Frank Thomas? Yeah. No way. Not the hit, big hitter. Hold on. Not, not intended. <laughs> Who wrote that? Holy crap, it's Frank Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Hypno was written wow. by, I don't know if it's a pin name for somebody else, but yeah. the name given on the strip at the sure, time is Frank sure. Thomas. And I guess just historically with a lot of these early stuff, a lot of it was just random pen names yeah, or they were yeah. signed to nobody, even though it was Absolutely. the same person writing all the scripts in here. You could have four or five different names. So, I would think you would want to be prolific and just say your own name every well, time. But a know? lot of times they wouldn't let them print the names. Oh, okay. So it's whatever you could kind of sneak by and get in there. Also, Frank Thomas Sr. will well, do it. Well, also, they wouldn't let you, not until like really with uh, uh Oh, why am I blanking on his name? And I feel Neil Adams, not mm. until Neil Adams yeah. was a really an artist who worked yeah, yeah, yeah. for both. Sure. It was one of the things like you'd have a different. Oh, name I different. see what you're saying. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, um, I don't know what I was going to say. Go for it. Cool. I'll come back around to it. Uh, he gets shot as the bat. It was probably but something don't worry. about low T. <laughs> I don't know. You're stuck on this low T. Sorry. Do you yeah. have? No, I got real high T. Okay. Yeah, I got it. Mine's double crossed on the top. Is that like yeah. the difference between like sh sugar and our sweet and unsweet? It just means I can't go up in front of the class and talk to them about whatever the homework is because I have to have a book in front of me, you know? So you this know. bat gets shot. <laughs> and, uh, but don't worry, as I said, that the power lasts as long as, as it's, you know, potent to him. He's able yeah. to transfer back into his body before he were to get killed as the bat man that dude just shoots a bat right through the wing doesn't he but it just like grazes the top of Bing. the wing so he's not really a great shot uh but dr hypno is able to use the layout he sees to break in and rescue his daughter i would love to see what everybody else is seeing right because like we're hearing or we're reading what the bat is thinking as dr hypno mm -hmm. everybody else is just seeing Bang! A bat gets hit and it goes quick, 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 and just falls on the ground or whatever. You know, it's like very. Uh, there's such a buildup to this, like in the comic books, but to everybody else, it's just like, oh, okay, yeah, that thing like, happened. Oh, yeah. Wow, yeah. Yeah. yeah, look at that bat. Uh, this brings us to the most interesting one. Wait, and how did that? How did it end? Oh, they just busted in. Oh, to save her, and okay. she fainted once he knocked out oh. the. That'll do it. And he's yeah. like, oh, she was fine with the bat, but this is and what you, caused her to faint. Then you drag her off by her hair. And yeah, take her probably. To your it's, very, sure. it's the 40s. Yeah. So 
he was for sure sexist. Yeah. Um, he looks like it. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just made the break sign, and he was like, oh, okay. I, okay. No, that's fine. How many uh, of these do we have? We had seven. I was going to do it oh, after this shit. one. Oh, let's go then. Yeah, no, I was going to. Let's gonna, go. I had planned Go it. for it. You are the ringmaster, sir. Please. I got pacing. I master have, your I ring. I haven't planned. I was going to say, I, I skipped over the other two a little more, because this is, is the best one to me. Perfect. And I wanted let's to go. knock out this one before we went ahead and went Let's go, Dr. Hypno. Come on. So now you're you're possess me, with, baby. Exactly. So they hear a report on the radio that, ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt this to bring you a special news bulletin. Special news bulletin. The exclusive uptown apartment section of the city is in panic tonight <laughs> at the maniacal slaying oh. of twenty-two sleeping people on the top floor of the Claxton Arms apartments. What the F and F? The killer still at large is evidently insane and a man of tremendous physical strength. So apparently one guy. This new one dude just went in and str- twenty two people strangled twenty two people. I think that's so a little unrealistic. They, they do find it does add again. It's going to get nobody little, woke little up. Grim, the bodies of the twenty two victims, eighteen of which were women. <laughs> God showed death by strangling. Many had broken necks. The maniac. Well, yeah, that'll happen if you used, strangle somebody. Uh, uh, evidently used only his bare hands. Oh, how do they know as that? As death weapons. Don't know. This is the most investigative there journalism mu- you I can bet, find at the I time. I bet there were like, like bruises that looked like fingers around Probably the neck or something. Because there was no thing. DNA or anything like so, that. So, and typical, if you're a doctor and you hear this news report, mm-hmm. 22 people, come on, we have to go to the apartment. Like he tells oh. us that let's go. Well, I think you have a legal imperative that you, as a doctor, have to drop everything and go. It's just like uh, driving by a wreck on the highway. That makes sense. You know, but, you have to come back and figure out what's going on. But if they've all been pronounced dead, it's... i got to go make sure. Uh, okay. Yeah, somebody's think... got to check them. Okay. I'm the only one in town with this tiny mirror. <laughs> <laughs> to hold it under their, their nose, nose to see if they're breathing. <laughs> uh, and I got to get my bag full of pennies. That's right. So, <laughs> Who's going to hold their eyes down, for God's sakes? Uh, so they arrived That at the was apartment. so expensive then yes, to put pennies was. on everybody's eyes. So they arrived at the apartment to see, like, look, the door has been broken yeah. through. They find yeah. that there was a, a heavy poker that one of the girls tried to use to defend herself that's just kind of ripped and, you know, twisted in half. I used to have I, a buddy in high school. They called him heavy poker. <laughs> Different reasons, though. So, uh, Dr. Hypno decides to go up to the roof to look around, mm-hmm. and he discovers some kind of fur or hair that's not human hair. I there. love how he's a detective now. Yeah. He goes and he takes it to his friend, uh, the keeper, Scotty. Is his the name. keeper. Yeah, he's a local Scotty zookeeper. Scotty the keeper. And he shows him. And he, yep, Wait, he's a local what? Zoo, it just says keeper. I'm assuming he's a zookeeper. Zoo yeah. Wonderful. But his name's Scotty. Yeah. So they take the hair to Scotty, and Scotty, I don't know why, they take the hair to Scotty. <laughs> they take the hair to Scotty. Yeah. Scotty says, what the hell, you got this hair. Uh, and he goes, he confirms Dr. Hypno's, suspe- uh, I guess, suspicions here yeah. that it's gorilla hair. That it's hair. And he tells him, hey, do you have any gorillas here at the zoo? Uh, I would nope, like fresh to, out, doc. You, you know, to kind of look at them. And he comes up with this plan that he himself is going to transform into one of the gorillas. Perfect plan. To go stop the other gorilla that mm-hmm. they that Dr. Yeah. Hypno believes yeah. that it is not I think and any, it is not a human doing this. It has to be a giant gorilla that sure. somebody is using sure. 
because this is logical. I think any logical plan ends with I'll possess the mind of a gorilla and go find out what's really going on. Exactly. Yeah. So in this city uh, full of Legos. In the city full of Legos. Yeah, so, it looks like Lego City. Uh, Doctor Hypno convinces Scotty to let him possess one of the gorillas they have there at the zoo, and he gets out and he hops in his car. And as a gorilla, Doctor Hypno drives his car down to the apartments, to where he. Okay, realizes, we can't skip over that part where you just said that Doctor Hypno, as a gorilla, drives his car down to the apartments. Yeah. And then the guy behind him says, "Good lucky, Doctor Hypno." Well, that. Good lucky. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I thought it there was fits. an exclamation there for a minute. No, it fits with how they. Good lucky. Uh, yeah, it fits with how they write the character. With the why? On everything, they huh. purposely have make him have bad English. Mm, got it. Okay. All so, right. Oh, is this a? Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay. No, you're fine. Never mind. I I didn't know I was being racist. Sorry. <laughs> It's okay. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so. Oh, man, I feel bad now. That's well, terrible. It's, it's not on you. No, it's not. I just thought, I thought, man, what a typo. They're saying good lucky. But no, no it's, it's an it's Asian character write. that they're making there's another, seem. There's another yeah. villain they write like that, too. Oh, that's rough. Where, well, no, it makes no sense. They uh, write her with a Russian accent, and then they use a completely different slang term to describe it. it's oh, so gross. it's yeah it's bad but they have like no clue even how to be correct yeah. when they're being yeah. bad yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, wait anyway. are you telling me that racists aren't well informed yeah I'm, what the hell spoiler alert blew my so, mind so uh dr hypno shows up as this gorilla to find another gorilla on the roof king kong yeah. style yeah sure who has stolen a woman who's trying to sleep perfect right he yeah. gets up he how fights. could this go wrong he fights this gorilla, right? Yeah. yeah. So he it is up, another gorilla. It is another okay. gorilla that's been right. doing this. Dr. Hypno, as a gorilla, defeats other evil gorilla. Sure. Then he goes back. He Hot takes, gorilla on gorilla he, action. He takes the gorilla to the gorilla cage with him no. so that when he wakes back up as himself, that they're back in the gorilla cages already. Sure. And he wakes up and he's, he awakes. You ready for this, this right turn out of nowhere, I'm ready. Mike? Let's go. So he goes, all right, uh, we've captured the gorilla. And he asks his assistant, where's Scotty? Hmm. And his assistant tells him, well, sadly, uh, Scotty shot himself. And he what left the? you this note. What? Yeah. That's how, and I'm like, what? And you get to this panel and it says, Dr. Hypno, the gorilla of the Claxton arm murders was one of the two gorillas in my care. I was entire. Uh, it was entirely due to my carelessness that he escaped. I cannot go through life with the guilt of over 20 murders on my conscience. So I am taking this way out. I hope you will understand Scotty. And then in the blurb underneath it, it just says, follow your favorites in amazing main comics. <laughs> oh, no. Because oh. that's great for kids. Poor Scotty. He killed himself. It wasn't really Scotty's fault, though. I mean, he just let the gorilla out. He did, it, I mean, can you even call them murders at that I point? I don't know, but this is a kid's comic. Oh. And it's like, all right, it was a gorilla the whole time. No, kids, it was Scotty who let it happen. Hey, <laughs> kids, he uh, go ask your parents if they have any life insurance. If not, now's a great time to talk to them about it. Maybe. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll hear from a potential... Uh, no, I guess we wouldn't. I was just going to try to throw it to break in some clever way. But it's I mostly couldn't. low T ads. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. here's some low T ads for you guys. Hey, do you have low T? <laughs> That's it. That's Call it. it. Call 1 800. Let me take your drink. Get quick. rid of my Call. low T.
and welcome back. Hey there, hi there, ho there. Where is happy as can be. <laughs> so let's go ahead and wrap up our look at Dr. Hypno, the man who uh, can get people to admit well, monkeys, when they're lying. Parrots, is, yeah, he's, people. Monkeys, parrot. Well, gorillas, parrots, a dog, Does he hypnotize a bat, a car? a car. I want to see him hypnotize a car. And he doesn't get there. I mean, so yeah, it, bat dog. I love those. Yeah. The thing that I love in his next adventure, which is an Amazing Man Comics number eighteen, uh-huh. it's ten cents, but it's fifteen cents in Canada. Fifteen cents in Canada. Yeah, that's a it's a time when they were having that nickel shortage. Here's the thing. Not on any other uh, any of the other prints, so yeah. maybe that's the only one they sold no. in Canada, or they're mm-hmm. like, nah, we'll just charge ten cents across the right. board. I'm really digging this amazing man though on the cover here. He is he's their answer to Superman he apparently, is. huh? That's what everybody was looking for at yeah. the time. This one again, these will be a little bit easier to go through. We all kind of know the setup of what Doctor Hypno can do now. This is the fifth columnist one. Mm. Essentially, Doctor Hypno gets a knock on the door one night. And a guy comes in and goes, hey, Dr. Hypno, can you please come help my friend? He's really sick and he can't leave his house. This is a creepy bearded guy It is a creepy with a bearded hat. guy. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, of course, I can come help your friend as he, he's leaving. He oh. looks like any guy that gives you a warning in a Stephen King movie. For sure. You know? Don't yeah. go up on that hill. That's where they all die. Or like the neighbor yeah. in Pet Cemetery. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Something strange happening in my garden. Exactly. So, uh, Herman Munster. Thank you. Um, I don't know. Why did you say Herman Munster? Because that's who played the neighbor in... Oh, did he really? Yeah. In the oh, first, I didn't realize that. Yeah, in the oh. first one, I'm pretty sure it is, Good isn't pull. it? Good It's John Lithgow in the nice new job. one, but I'm pretty sure it's the guy... I, oh. I can't think of his name right now. I feel bad about that, but who Herman played Herman Munster? Munster? No, his name was, was his Herman Munster. He had a name. No, it was his real name. He changed it at no, the end. No, he did Right before he died. <laughs> anyway. From, from low T. <laughs> so, you were hung up on... Uh, so, as Dr. Hypno is getting ready to leave, his nurse tells him, you know this guy's just giving you a bunch of malarkey, essentially. Right, right. And he tells her, yeah, I know, but I have to follow him anyway to see what he's up to then. Sure. So, he follows this guy to where his friend's supposed to be, and, oh, surprise, nope, there's a bunch of thugs... With masks. Domino masks, yeah. Domino masks. All the other fifth columnists that are there to tie mm-hmm. and knock out or tie uh, Dr. Hypno up, and they knock him out, and then they string him up. Oh, my God. With his shirt off. Took his shirt off. Scandalous. Strung him from his wrist at the ceiling. And he's, yep. His toes are barely touching the floor. They have a cauldron off to the side. It looks like uh-huh. a cauldron, but yeah. it's just flames, and yeah. it's like there's a branding iron in there. Yeah. And they want him to talk about this, some sort of explosive he's made for the government. Okay. A high, a uh, new chemical high explosive for your army is what the for your army tells him. No, I'm not going to give it to you. He gives another shot. No, I'm not going to give it to you. All right, they brand him Mm. with the V. Right, so they leave him fraternity. They leave him there to think about his choices, and then as he's there, he notices off in the corner, the black corner. There's these big eyes looking through. It's a cat. Oh, so he while he's strung up, he sends the lightning bolts and he possesses the cat i'll show you all he leaves runs back home right the nurse tries to shoo the cat off because they don't want stray cats around when the cat can't talk when his assistant tells him hold on just wait he hops up on the desk dips his tail in an inkwell Mm. and then on the wall writes call police follow me and the assistant says oh it's dr hypno they Call the police. They follow them. Everybody knows They this. find where they yeah. are. Yep. Yeah. And then it just ends because Dr. Hypno tells his assistant, nice work. And his assistant says, you know, hopefully Miss Curtis learns her lesson. Now she will always be kind of animals or maybe next time she'll lose her job. 
So at the end of this, we get a threat to the nurse who didn't know that the cat was possessed. Yep. Yeah, you should know better, Miss Curtis. So. Idiot. We then see, uh, this one was just kind of, uh, it was stupid. He possesses a line. So. They're at the Elven Theater. They are at the Elven Theater. So Dr. Hypno in this one, I guess for a big gala, because everybody in town loves Dr. Hypno. It's one of those things where like your local DA and your mayor and stuff are going to dress up and be in plays and well, I, I know do you're trying tricks to speed, and stuff for you. I know you. you're trying to speed through this, but th- this is at the El- Elven Theater. It is tonight for Benefit of Charity, Amateur Pageant of the Ages, with a cast of a hundred of your leading cit- of your leading citizens, including Governor Graft, Senator uh, Honorable Miguelbiga, Mayor Doctor Hypno Ivan Co. Plus, what does that say? Professional Act Lana and Leo, only woman lion tamer on tour. Okay, there you go. Great. So Doctor Hypno's dressed up like a musketeer. Uh, the <laughs> the DA. What? What? I don't know. The, oh, it's for the show. For the okay. show. Okay. He's okay. In the okay. Show. okay. 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 Right. The DA is dressed up like some I don't know uh, jester. Or something. He is like a court jester. Yes. But they're talking about how there's a case that I guess they're working on on trying to bring mm. in this local mob guy named Skull. I don't even remember. Steel Skull. Skull Scroll. Scroll Scroll. Scroll Scroll. Scroll Scroll. Scroll Scroll. Scroll Scroll. Where's his name? You say beep, 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 beep. Ah, Scar Skull. Gang gang. Gang gang. <laughs> Scar Skull. Um, 21. So, <laughs> I just like mad. Um, that woman lion tamer, she looks like one of those Bratz dolls. And she's got the giant head, you know, with the does. weird eyes she that are talks, on the side of their head. She also talks like uh, Natasha from oh, okay. We'll Drop a Second Rock and yeah, Bullwinkle. Yeah. I am, see, well, hold on. Moose and Skrill. I am Lana. I have to. You ever have like a word that to get into it? I always have to do like Rocky and Bullwinkle to get to any sort of Russian accent. Sure. I'm not going to do it again though. So I am Lana the Lion Girl, and she tells him like you know. Excuse me, one second. Lana the Lion Girl. Lana the Lion Girl. Fantastic. And Leo is the lion. That's what you said. Lana the Lion Girl and Leo the Lion. Leo the Lion. Yeah. yeah, her lion Leo. Um, well, while the uh, DA and Dr. Hypno working around, a sledgehammer falls <gasps> that almost hits the DA, and Dr. Hypno saves him. That's when he notices Lana walking down from up there in the rafters, mm-hmm. and he asked her what she was yeah. doing. Just, she just throwing hammers? She was like, I was just checking on the ropes. <laughs> He's like, okay. He decides that they're up to something because she introduces him to her mute sidekick named Bolo. <laughs> Mute sidekick named Bolo. He's not. Spoiler alert. He's Skulls. He's Skull Scroll. Skull Scroll. Skull Scroll. Yeah. He's the gang, mobster. Gang. He's uh Sure. He he's he's Oh no. He has painted his face. What is wrong with him? This is uh this is a bad one. He's uh, got like but it's like green paint it's on his green. face. I don't Nobody, know. he kinda looks and like the incredible Hulk. Oh, I see. He's got a turban on. That's why he's fa- oh, that is racist. Never mind. All right, I've been led into the racist room again. Uh, so, it's it's the it's the villains though. No, it's, they do it to all of them. Yeah. They're just terrible at writing. Yeah, it. sure. But Doctor Hypno. Well, that was so easy to go to at this time, right? I mean, just pick well, out the people that don't well, look like that, us and call them back. And like that's the thing of how lazy it is when you yeah. read through it. Yeah, even sure. is because they're just like, hey, what's going to sell comics? Yeah. Oh, you know, like patriot. You do. People you know, hate the minorities. Let's do that. Yeah. yeah or it's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. they're Russian. Yeah. They're German. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that's the thing. Nazis were speaks, an easy target yeah. because of that. All that well, stuff. Yeah. In some instances, they're rightfully so. Also, but, also the lions. They, they hated lions in this thing. A lot of people. Yeah. Did. Anyway, so 
when uh, he gets the right plan that he doesn't think that they're telling the truth, he's right. going to possess the lion. Sure. Uh, they find out that the plan is that the lion tamer is going to release the lion into the DA's office, hmm. pretend like he escaped, and he's going to eat the DA, and that'll get rid of their problems. Wonderful. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So as he's possesses the lion. We were go, so worried about the 20 murders that happened with a, with a monkey. No. But now it's like, it's let's just send a lion in to eat a guy. Yep. Yeah. But since Dr. Hypno's taken over the line, well, let's solve two problems, it, right? He instead turns himself on Lana. Mm. So he attacks her. Well, she, she got faints. those long ass legs. She does. She faints. And then uh, the gangster posing as her assistant tries to shoot uh, the DA with all the scuttle from the line going around. Scuttle. Yeah, I thought that was a solid word. I like it, yeah. Uh, but the lion pounces on him. The DA sees that it's the mobster there. They have him arrested. Dr. Hypno is able to get into the cage before he awakes, and everything is right as rain again. Wait, nobody got it? No. Dang it. Oh, no, no, okay. That He didn't get arrested. I forgot about this. So okay. the mobster decides to run away from the lion, and he climbs up one oh, of the ropes, no. and Dr. Hypno, as the lion, grabs lion that's a hard word to get up grabs yeah. the bottom of the rope and just starts twisting it like in a circle oh, and it no. causes him to fall to his death well yeah so he did Dr. murder Hypno, him yeah he did dr hypno he just didn't eat him no problem here's the thing though because he hopped the lion back in his cage yep. and then went back to his body are you sure. thinking somebody's like that lion killed a person yeah so is Dr. Hypno ultimately dooming these animals too i would guess so right i mean he left the dog out for nothing yeah. Uh, the parrot. I'm not real sure we know what happened to the parrot. I think the parrot's okay. The monkey. He doesn't make another appearance. The monkey, they probably euthanized because yep. he killed 22 people. <laughs> Rightfully so. The lion now has killed somebody. Yep. Oh, yeah. The bat. Right. Well, here's the thing. He didn't kill anybody with the bat, but the bat got shot. Yeah. So. Oh, wow. He's terrible to pet. He's pets. a terrible hero. Yeah. Oh, he is bad. So. Oh, it's that pointy head. This time, Dr. Hypno is now called to go visit, um, I'm going to call, there's some sort of like factory of some sort. Okay. It's making some sort of wartime. They make widgets. Yeah, they sure. make widgets. War Very important widgets. government widgets. Yeah. Sure. Uh, the owner of the factory is trying to figure out in Spacely Sprockets. <laughs> what was the Cogs, Cogsley? It was uh, Cog. Uh, was it just Cog? I don't remember. <clears throat> Cogsley Cogs? I think. Maybe. Yeah, I think All you're right. right. Yeah. So I think it's so simple that we think it's something probably. better. So he is telling them that somehow our plans are being stolen and we're trying to figure out how because everybody's like, pat. it's not an employee because you get patted down when you come in, sure. patted down, like nobody's leaving with files. Yeah. We even checked the group of hyenas mm -hmm. we have in the in the record room. Um, they notice on their way in, though, that there is a organ grinder who has a pet monkey. Come on. <laughs> So they're trying to figure out what's up. Dr. Hypno doesn't feel right Why is this dude right hanging about... out in front of a factory with his pet monkey well, grinding he... his organ? So they tell him. The monkey shows up <laughs> about noon, and the guy walks over there and goes, yeah, we've really come to like this monkey. Every day at noon, he comes up here, and either me or uh, my secretary will give him a penny. Oh, and then he man. gives him a penny. He goes, shoo now. He like puts it on somebody's man. eyeballs. Yeah. So... Uh, as you can tell here, I think you know how they're getting the plans out. Yeah, I think I've got it. Uh, I think maybe the monkey might have something to do with it. So, yeah, doc, Dr. Hypno, being the greatest uh, Hypno Sherlock man. Holmes since Sherlock Holmes, sure. uh, is able to follow. He, they notice that there's a limousine driving the organ grinder and the monkey around. Yeah. So he follows it to... Not your normal transportation no. for an organ grinder. So he follows it to a... What do they call these? A... a uh, 
penny rooming, factory. No, to a rooming house. Oh, a rooming house. So it's like. So I guess it's like a boarding house yes. kind of thing? Okay. So uh, people are renting out rooms or yeah. they're just the rooms. Yeah. So while he's there, they find out, like they pose as somebody else to go in. They find that the uh, organ grinder like lives there too. And they overhear him in the room next to him telling the others, like, hey, aren't I doing well with this plan for you? And the other's like, yeah, but we need you to get, like, you know, these plans. Like, mm. he figures out, all right, it confirms my yeah. suspicion that they're using the monkey. But the secretary, when he goes up there, is giving him the plans since they pat her down. Yeah. No shit. So, Sherlock. yeah, it's probably them. He uses this time a new method. So, hang, hang on one second. So, the organ grinder and the monkey are already stealing the plans. Well, they're just like, they're going, they're getting the plans, and they're taking it to these people. Right. They're like the middle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. All right. I'm just kind of following along here that, that I, I'm assuming that this monkey will be used for good now, that it's been used for bad so many times, but so, I'm going to ride it Dr. out. So, Dr. Hypno, as the monkey, uh, <laughs> goes over to... How did he hypnotize the monkey? What? Uh, how did that... They lured him out with a banana. Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm, Got it. Come on, Mike. How yeah, else do you yeah, get it? I understand. Sure. Banana. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so Banana. Banana. So Tony, uh, who is the organ grinder, takes the monkey back to the factory. And while they're there, he's like, all right, let's get going. We're going to get this done. And he leans into his ear and goes, but we won't get very far with them, Tony, old boy. Tony's freaked out. Like, yeah, hey, no kidding, right? Where is this from? Wait, the monkey's saying this? Well, Dr. Hypno's the monkey. I told you. Yeah, he but came now he new... can talk? Yeah. He says, oh, where does he say? I have to explain it to you, Mike. Oh, I'm so sorry. Thought you're falling. No. Mm. I'm going to try to accomplish another step in mental transposition. I'm going to apply a different hypnotic concentration, which will give the animal not only my mentality, but also the power of speech. If successful, I will be able to talk with you after the trans the transposition. So there you go, Mike. He's just doing it differently, essentially. He learned a new. He leveled up. If I hold my he tongue did it, correctly, he did it long enough. It's kind of like yeah. in poke. You don't play Pokemon. It's kind of like in. It's you've played certain video games. Sure. You had to. Yeah. I, would, I played Pong. We don't level up in Pong. <laughs> I was gonna say Final Fantasy. I understand I leveling up. I get so, that. Like, when yes. you get good, it, Jeez, you get better, and then you slow. So he just. I saw it. Mario get bigger. Okay. Oh, okay, there you go. It's a mushroom. He got. No, I'm kidding. Mm-hmm. So. Have you seen that movie? I did. I went and took our little. Did you really go see it? Yeah. Wasn't he good? Um, I enjoyed it. It's cute. Did you? Okay. I mean, it is what it is. It's a okay. it's a video game movie for kids, so it was, it's enjoyable. You know, Diddy Kong or whatever the the creepy one, which he, he was supposed to be like a real jackass like the originally there's several kongs right Cranky kong conky did you say conky cranky cranky kong which one are you talking about are there is there a conky kong and a cranky kong i don't know i don't know all the kongs names i know donkey <laughs> i know that there was apparently a don- everybody knows yes, donkey i know there was apparently a donkey kong jr at one point in there time was. that nobody ever talks yeah. about anymore great game so well, and also, if you play the uh, Mario Kart for Super Nintendo, mm-hmm. that's not Donkey Kong. That's Donkey Kong Jr. Is it really? Because he has a shirt on. Because Mario, or because Nintendo thought at the time he was more recognizable from the back because of the shirt than actual Donkey Kong. <laughs> so that's Donkey Kong Jr. in there. But This is the greatest conversation ever. But I'm just saying. And then he went away. So Donkey yeah. Kong has a son out there that he does not talk about. No, he died in Vietnam. You know that? That's not. I played with him in Mario Kart <laughs> in 1992. Oh, sorry. 
Maybe it wasn't. But Vietnam. that was the last time. I well, ever I didn't say it. the Vietnam War. He just died oh, in Vietnam. He yeah, he just went there and died. My bad. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he tripped or something. I don't know. Doctor Hypno is slipped talk- on a banana peel. The talking monkey. I don't even know where we're going with that. I'm sorry, Doctor. He was a talking monkey. Yeah. Okay. Go, no, go for it. What were you? Which one about the Kongs? Was- uh, we were talking about leveling up. I asked you if you saw the movie. Then we yeah, got yeah, to yeah, Diddy and asked, Funky you asked Kong. About one of the Kong. It doesn't matter, honestly. There was a Kong in there that is like a hip Kong or something, and he was supposed to be like dirty and stuff in the original draft of the movie and then they like oh that i don't know yeah it's fine i know that for seth rogan when they asked him to be donkey kong he told them all right but i'm not doing any voices if you want him to sound like me and then that's what he's going to sound like like, all right that's cool that's what we're going for i don't really blame him i don't either i mean because nobody knows what donkey kong sounds like oh that's not true that's not true donkey kong knows what he sounds like you don't count the person or the monkey. You feel it. You feel it, Mike. All right, let me finish this one. So, yeah, uh, Dr. Hypno is the monkey, brings down the plant stealing into that Great. one. Great, good job. Last time we see Dr. Hypno, he is kidnapped. It's in Vietnam. It is in Vietnam. <laughs> He's kidnapped by, what is this group called? More themselves? kidnapping. Oh, he is kidnapped by a group called the Mystic Knights of Baghdad. Oh, boy. So they, Do they have those swords that are curved? No, not at all. They have oh, guns. Oh, come They're on. They're lazy. You missed something. Yeah. So Everybody loves those big broad he's swords. He's blindfolded, right? and he's told that they're going to go to Baghdad to take him to their uh, what uh, the Sultan of all the Mystic Knights. Sure. But they never leave the car. So he's like, Baghdad, that's quite a trip to make by auto, but I've gotten to the point where I believe anything. And then the next panel, we're here. In Baghdad already? Pretty quick trip. I don't know if he's like being like a jackass about it or if he's le- legit because it's like two exclamation points. So it's like he's legit surprised. No, sir. Baghdad there. is in all of us. <laughs> yeah. So he gets out and he's introduced to the Sultan. And the Sultan shows him uh, Gladys Glamour. Gladys an Glamour. actress who's there and she is asleep just on a slab yeah, with happens. a sheet on her. And he's <clears> like, <throat> so. Are like you know are is she dead and he's like no he's just asleep but I no. brought you here to perform surgery on her to make her love me unconditionally. She just loves cold marble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's like to make her love me unconditionally and to essentially be just clay to my will. Okay, so there's a surgery that does that. That he's they're just like hey Doctor Hypno, yeah, do this surgery. Uh. Um. In all the times we've seen him, even though he's a doctor, never seen him never perform seen him surgery. surgery. No, never. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing: this is the first Wouldn't time even referenced, right? him performing yeah. an actual medical yeah. procedure is yeah. brought up. The mm-hmm. very last time we see him, um, I wouldn't trust this mother humper with a band aid. I, I mean, neither. But he tells the Sultan essentially he's not going to do that, and he punches him because his head got different. His hair. It was just he changed his hair. No. Mm. No. So there's a lot of bad things in this comic. <laughs> there are. So uh, he punches the Sultan. The other knights kind of turn and seize on him. And the actress wakes up, but they're both kind of captured and thrown mm-hmm. and locked away until they figure out what to do with him. But thankfully, oh, boy, look at her. A, She's got the seam down the back of her stocking. Oh, and the yeah. whole thing. Yep. Or maybe she that's is, just a big varicose vein. She, they're know. trying to make her look as movie starless oh, yeah. possible here. Um, but there's an elephant down there <laughs> because it's the Sultan. So he uses his uh, hypnotic powers yeah. to... To make the elephant hate peanuts. No, to come in and like rip the door off and help them escape. 
And that's what happens is the elephant helps them escape. And as the Sultan sees what's happening, here's might be my one of my favorite parts. As they see what's happening, they're trying to run away and escape from the elephant yeah. and Dr. Hypno and the uh, yeah. actress. As the Sultan is locking up the gate to leave, he's singing to himself, Ha, we're safely outside. Huh, oh, outside. this is the way we lock the gate. The lock the gate. <laughs> lock the gate. Oh, my God. So, he's singing when all of a sudden the elephant busts How does that through. even come up? Like it, it's, I don't know. As somebody who writes a comic book, you're like, oh, yeah, I think he would probably sing, sing to himself. Yeah. Um, essentially, they Was that stopped. like a hot new song at Maybe. the time? You know, I have um, no clue. In the 40, the 41. wash our hands. Is it, what, what song is that? This is, this the, is the way, way we... Stuff and stuff. Stuff, stuff and, and stuff. Stuff and stuff. Oh, Do that uh, thing. Is it the wheels on the... No. It is. You're, it's no. the same tune, though. Wheels on the bus go round and round. Yeah, I get it. Okay, still. So, the cops show up. Tumblers and, on the lock go click, click, and click. And in a piece that maybe uh, uh, Deadpool would have loved to have been a part of, we have some fourth wall break in the 1940s. Oh, wow. Because as the cops are there. That did not happen very often. No, it didn't. As the, one of, it's by, I guess, so the car is running away from the elephant. The elephant grabs it by the trunk and lifts it up so mm -hmm. it can't get away. Sure. Wait, 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 wait. Grabs the car Gra by the trunk? I'm sorry. The elephant with its trunk, elephant. grabs the bumper of the car and okay. lifts it up. All right. So tires are spinning. There were two away. trunks involved. I didn't know which one. One of the cops looks out and says, hey, Mike, look out the window. There must be a circus in town because the elephant's stopping him. Yeah. What is the other cop reading? Wow, a copy of Amazing Man Comics. Oh, wow. What a fourth wall break. Boom. So smart. So it was their own comic promotion in their own comic. Uh, then... Doctor, it didn't Hypno, have near the impact I thought it would. It didn't. No. Doctor Hypno goes back to his own body, and then it just says another <laughs> mental adventure soon. And then there's never another mental adventure. Well, you know, some people don't have it in them. The mental fortitude might be. I don't want to say stupidest. That's one of the dumbest be. ones we've ever covered. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, I, I, when I came across it reading it, I was like, "Oh, this is this I don't is too like, bad not to go." Over. I don't like the way his powers change. Just after like five appearances, yeah. like, "Oh, now I can make the animals talk too." Also, don't like the way his head changed. Yeah, um, that made me very uncomfortable. Um, it was the way he did his hair. I have a hard time around pinheads, so you know, it's it makes me feel all icky. Oh. <laughs> Is that, mm. is that, uh, what is it? Thermilithide? Th what is it? The, the, you know, the, the chemical that they all, or the thing they all took and their babies came out all weird? Uh, Formaldehyde? Yeah. <laughs> it was like, it, it starts with a T. Anyway, every, somebody's out there screaming at it, but they're going like this. Anyway. Sorry. Oh, man. All right. Uh, I have an idea. I don't know if we'll do it next week. Yes, but sir. I, it's something we're going to do in the future because I think it's too funny and too good not to. Thalidomide. Um, is that what it is? Thalidomide. Okay. Yeah. Babies. They were born with like half an arm and their skull caved in. And all this stuff. Yeah, it was this chemical. It was. It, I think it's an Agent Orange. I think that's why I thought about it because oh. I've been saying Vietnam so much. Yeah. And so I believe it's an Agent Orange chemical that, that would cause all these terrible birth defects. Ooh. Yeah, that's fun. All right. Now, what do you want to do? Well, what I was going to do was a little bit more fun. Go to the circus. So, no. Um, I don't know about next week, but we will hear in yep. the next couple, obviously. Um, there are so many, at least in the 60s and 70s, maybe more the 70s, 
of these like uh, ads and comic books for mm-hmm. Hostess fruit pies mm. that some of them are bad. Yeah. I would love to, for a future episode, collect the worst of the Hostess fruit pie ads for I us to it. go over. Love it. While we taste and rank actual Hostess fruit pies. I think that is a fantastic idea. So, yeah. And, you know, the listeners don't know the difference. So we'll just buy one pie. That's true. We'll just keep and we'll, just buy, um, and we'll make sure that we get mm, the sound cherry. effect. And it was like, yeah. all right. And we'll just have to remember. So, on another show that I do um, about King of the Hill, mm-hmm. Bobby loves fruit pies. Mm-hmm. And so occasionally my co host will bring in fruit pies for all of us to eat. We were scolded by a listener that that sound of people chewing really gets under people's skin. Yeah, and no, I know that some people don't like that. Yeah, and so they, they gave us a name for it and the whole thing. For me, it's like, you know, all publicity is good publicity or whatever. But, yeah, uh, yeah we just got to be, be very careful. As so to when where I we chew, chew, I will chew off mine. And then yeah. we'll come back and give their view right. back on it. You don't want... Nom, 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 nom. You yeah, want no, and I get that. We're not going for that. But I just thought yeah. that was too funny of a... Or too good of an I idea. I think it's a great idea. I'd love it. Uh, Special so, episode. Yeah. Uh, on a very special episode. Very special Pros episode. Foes. We're going to talk about bad comics and eat stuff, too. Yeah. Uh, other great stuff that I have down the pipe coming up that we can look forward to, but I don't want to give any of it away because I like Mike to be as surprised in these as possible. I love it. Yeah. I, You know, as bad as some of these guys are, it's always fun to do. Yep. And I appreciate you always suffering through it with me. Go monkeys. Uh, until next time, stay safe, everybody. Got it, con! Frozen, Frozen, heroes, gonna tell you about Frozen, Frozen, heroes, gonna tell you about This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. <laughs>